I don't know if any recent case or injustice has made me angrier than what I'm about to tell you. Just last month, a beautiful black couple and their five children, including a breastfed baby, were driving from Georgia to Chicago for a funeral for their family. And of course, they were pulled over for a traffic violation, as black folk always are. Both of the citations in the violation are bogus. And from that traffic violation, the state of Tennessee took all five of their kids. That was over a month ago, and they still have all five of their kids. I know you have questions. It's an outrageous case. I take it personally for so many reasons. I want to unpack and explain it. I'm just now figuring out some ways that we might be able to help. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. I can think of a long list of experiences in America that are almost exclusively black experiences. And over and over again, I hear horrible, horrible, gut-wrenching stories that should never happen anywhere in America of black families, good black families, that love and care for their children, having their kids taken away by the city, the county, or the state. It happens over and over and over again, a drastic overreach of kids that are not in danger. And this case that I'm about to tell you about, I identify with this case for multiple reasons, but two in particular. One, We also have five kids, and I can only imagine what it would be like to have five kids their age. They they have a newborn baby that has been taken from the mother, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a five-year-old, and a seven-year-old. My family, I remember clearly when our kids were so young and we would travel and hit the road for road trips, five of all five kids would travel and hit the road on road trips just like this. And even making that trip from Georgia, we lived in Georgia for the early part of our adult life, for more than half of our adult life. And we were always nervous because once you get outside of Atlanta, even 20 miles in any direction, north, south, east, or west, you quickly realize you are no longer in a safe place. You see the Confederate flags flying. You understand that the the roads are weaponized and anything they can do to stop, detain, or harm black folk, they'll do. Secondly, I identify with this family first because we have five kids. But secondly, you may remember this is about four or five years ago now, someone 
swatted us. That happened multiple times where people would call the police on our family and file false reports online or over the phone anonymously. But someone filed multiple false reports against our family with child protective services. Just completely erroneous, full of lies. Whoever did it was out of state because the things they reported were things that were impossible, that could never exist. Like at the time, we lived in a high-rise apartment in downtown Brooklyn, and the report said they saw our kids playing in the front yard with drugs. We didn't have, we didn't have a front yard. We literally lived in a high-rise apartment in the, middle, in the middle of a concrete jungle. And we said all of this to Child Protective Services and Family Services, and they insisted that they had to inspect and examine and interview our children and do it apart from me. We fought it for months. And even though they admitted that, yes, this appears to be a fake call, it is law for us to follow up with it. We fought it for months. We hired attorneys, everything. It was an outrageous low moment where they even wanted to physically inspect and look at our kids' bodies off of false, fraudulent reports. This family is suffering in a way that I just can't imagine. On February the 17th, literally a month ago to this day, they were traveling, this family, uh, Bianca and and, uh, Deontay, were traveling up Interstate 24, going to a family funeral in Chicago, driving a large SUV. The kids were asleep in the back of the car. And Tennessee Highway Patrol pulled their car over, get this, for traveling in the left lane while not actively passing anyone. Yeah. They were in the fast lane. And because they weren't actively passing anyone, they pulled them over. You and I already know that's bogus. It's ridiculous. When they searched the car, they arrested the father, Deontay Williams, because he had weed in the car, which was legal where he came from. He had a microscopic amount of weed in the car. They arrested him on the spot for having the weed in the car. They gave him a misdemeanor, but still arrested him. They did not arrest the mother, but told the mother where she could go to go bail him out. When she went to the local jail, which they call the Justice Center, we should call it the Injustice Center. When they went to the local jail, she and her kids, to pick up her husband, Remember, she was not arrested. She was not under arrest. She was a passenger. Her kids were not arrested. They were passengers and they were babies, including, as I said, a breastfed child. Police surrounded her and child services forcefully took all of her kids from her. All of them. Right after the break, we're going to have a quick word for some of our sponsors. I'm going to tell you what they're saying. It's all outrageous. I'm going to tell you what I hope we can do 
I'm just now learning about the case and uh, hope to make a connection with their attorneys and others very, very soon. Stick with us. I'm going to break down the case a little more right after the break. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. You know, there there's so many things wrong with this case. And the family has an attorney. Gratefully, I'm, I'm glad they do. I think they're going to need a team of attorneys to help fight back against. But child services is a massive, well-funded department in any state. This family is at a disadvantage for a lot of reasons, but one is they're not even residents of Tennessee. They live in Georgia. And so another state has their kids. Like, even just talking about it right now makes my blood boil. And uh, you know, this is not a situation where a, a white couple with five beautiful children gets pulled over. One, they're not going to get pulled over like this couple did. A white couple gets pulled over. There is no situation or circumstance where child services is going to take all five of those kids from a family when the mother was not even arrested. So when the mother went to bail the father out, little did she know that she was, in a lot of ways, walking into a trap, and that's exactly what it was. Now, looking at the records, there's a a wonderful media company in Tennessee called Tennessee Lookout, and um, I'm grateful for their good reporting on this case. When they looked at records, they see the first fatal flaw of this case. It says in the records that when Tennessee Highway Patrol, which is a, a state police organization, organization, when Tennessee Highway Patrol arrested the father and took him to the local jail, they filed the report as both parents being arrested. But both parents weren't arrested. Only the father was arrested. And so when the mother got to the jail, child services had already been called because it was filed as both parents arrested. Now, when both parents are arrested, Child Protective Services much more frequently takes whatever kids are there in custody. I even have issues with that because families could call a grandmother, an aunt, friends, neighbors, anybody other than Child Protective Services and random people taking care of your children. Like it's, it's an outrageous system. But both parents weren't arrested. Only one was arrested, which makes us wonder, did Tennessee Highway Patrol file that on purpose because they knew that was going to happen? And here's my theory. They wanted to take those kids even there at the place where the car was pulled over, but knew that it would all be on body camera, knew that it would all be well documented, that it would be a a disaster of a situation. But instead of arresting the mother there, they in essence tricked the mother. She was not under arrest. They in essence planned on arresting the mother or planned on taking those kids 
filed a false report saying the mother had been arrested and then alerted Child Protective Services. And when the mother got there to bail out the father for a misdemeanor possession of marijuana, man, we have issues in this country. Misdemeanor possession of marijuana. They then literally blocked her and took all of the kids. Of course, she did everything she could to fight then and there to keep the kids. And they have taken the kids and kept them for over a month. It's outrageous. Now the state of Tennessee says that that a drug test that they did on the mother and father, that they no longer even have those drug tests as evidence. And they still have the kids. And it's been a month. Like the trauma that will go deep into the fiber of every being of these kids. Again, let me let me tell you their ages again. I just want you to understand a newborn baby who is now four months old was being breastfed, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a five-year-old, and a seven-year-old experiencing unspeakable trauma. I am hoping that I can find out today and tomorrow the best ways we can help this family. Uh, They need the best attorneys in the world to support uh, their current attorney. Uh, That's no knock on their current attorney. Thank God for her. Um, But in this case, it's clear that they need multiple attorneys approaching this from every possible angle. Um, I would be tempted to damn kidnap my children and get them back if you stole my kids like this. And uh, we will obviously want to prevent that, but we'll do everything we can to help this family get their kids back. Um, You know, again, it's all based on a lie. You know, it's all based on this idea that the mother was originally arrested and she was not. Uh, The mother has said that she has suffered panic attacks and has had to literally go to the emergency room. She's trying to pump and uh, freeze her milk uh, for her baby. And uh, it's just... It's just heartbreaking. Um, You know, the father says that he's on the verge of of bankruptcy. He's had to pay all of his money in a legal battle. He owns a truck company and is struggling. Uh, It's just outrageous. And, uh, you know, I am so incredibly frustrated that this is not even a rare story. This is a type of story that I've heard multiple times. And, um, you know, I want us to do everything we can to figure out how to help this family. I will circle back on Monday or even if I learn anything over the weekend, I'll hop back on here. All right. Love and appreciate you all. Listen, subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you can. And if you have not already, please become members of the Northstar.com. Love and appreciate all of you. Have a good weekend and I'll keep you posted. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. 
We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.